0: It is the calm after the storm the direct last week aired it was big we'll get into news that came out after the direct the nintendo president shantaru furukawa commenting on the next console we also have pokemon news to top all that off let's go ahead Ladies, gents, we are absolutely back for your favorite Nintendo news podcast of all time. Like, there won't be a better one in 6,000 years. Maybe there will be. But you know what I mean. We are back. The Mario Matter episode number 44. That's a pretty fun number. It is the Calm After the Storm. The Direct last week aired. It was big. We saw a brand new Mario game. We saw Detective Pikachu, WarioWare, a whole bunch of stuff. We'll get into not what was in the direct but more so news that came out after the direct if you want to see my thoughts on the direct there's a separate video on my youtube channel for that uh but we'll go into the news that came after it we have so much stuff we have the nintendo president shantaru furukawa commenting on the next console at the shareholders meeting held a few days ago we have a brand new pikmin 4 feature that was shown off that almost ruins the charm of playing and failing but we'll get into all of that we have everybody one two switch launching this friday in two days as of posting the podcast could it be one of the biggest one two disasters i mean we're, we're about to see here we also have pokemon news to top all that off let's go ahead let's not delay what you want to hear let's go ahead let's go And we are now in the headline segment here. Now, what the headline segment is on this podcast is we go through every little bit of Nintendo news that you would care about. Like, I'm not going to talk about brand new one item in Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. But, like, you know, most of the big things that you would want to know about. And we date back to the last podcast, which was actually, it was eight days ago. Because I posted the last one on on a Tuesday because I had to get it out before the direct airs on June 21st. So we go back until June 20th for this one piece of news here. Let's go ahead. Let's begin. We do this now, and then we have two segments of news later on. And then at the tail end of all that, we answer your questions. We have 20 good questions to answer. Let's go ahead. Let's begin with June 20th news, guys. I have been waiting for this piece of news for what must be like. It must be... I mean, ever since they were restocking any Zelda Amiibo, and I think the well, you know you know we had first heard about that, I think in either January or February of this year, none happened until like April or May, but we heard about it happening this year. I've been waiting for the Skyward sword link Amiibo to get restocked. so on. The official Nintendo Twitter, they tweeted out, Hey, look out for your retailers in North America, the Skyward Sword Link. And as we knew, the Bokoblin Amiibos are going to be returning to retailers, which is what you can assume is probably Best Buy is one of them. Best Buy already had the Skyward Sword Link on sale, and I believe the Bokoblin also on sale. It might also be coming to a store like Target. It might be coming to... I mean, because you say Walmart, I'd say Amazon, you know, places like that, kind of where you buy your Switch games and where you've bought Amiibo. I would assume that these will all come to there. Let me actually, I keep forgetting to record on OBS as well, because if my SD card corrupts, dude, I'm screwed. So OBS, boom, there we go. Anyways, it is in these retailers. So as I said, Skyward Sword Link went up on Best Buy. It's, I believe, sold out now. Same thing with the Bokoblin, but they have not gone up on anywhere else. Bokoblin, I think, was on Amazon, but like Skyward Sword Link, nowhere else. So, if that comes back in stock, you better snag it if you want it. You, you, you better get it quick. All right, okay. So, I recommend following. There's some Twitter accounts that that'll tweet out right when it's available, like Wario64, Amiibo Alerts, Nintendo. Follow any of those accounts, and you will be notified. When either of those come back in stock, if they come back in stock, I do expect Link to be on a, on Amazon at the very least. At the very least, Amazon or Walmart or Target or some, something like that, you know, I don't know, but those are back in stock. Uh, check them out, honestly. I don't know if they'll ever get restocked because when the next Zelda game comes out, I mean, are Amiibo even going to be around? Like, honestly, like they're kind of dying now a little bit. Are they going to be around then? Who knows, honestly. So, check them out. Then, for those of you who like free things, like, if you just like the free stuff, you know, you aren't paying for a Skyward Sword Link Amiibo, or, you know, you aren't paying for a Bokoblin Amiibo, but you did pay for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, I have a free code for you to get a friend ball, 10 nuggets, and 10 rare candy. So, you know, if you tune into the podcast, it seems like every single week there's a brand new Pokemon Scarlet and Violet code to put in and redeem and just get random stuff, whether it be a Pokemon or 10 nuggets, Are they dino nuggets? You know, I don't know. I don't want to know. But anyways, if you're like, if you have your switch out and you're ready for the code, listen to this. The code is very simple. It is treasure hunt, all one word, T-R-E-A-S-U-R-E-H-U-N-T. That is the code. Now, make sure that you use it before July 31st, 2023, because i mean i'm sorry to say it someone's going to watch this after july 31st maybe even on july 31st somebody will listen to the podcast and if that is you please comment right now cuz i'm so i will come back here on july 31st and and just like if someone comments i will i will give my sincere apologies okay like please redeem it before then but free stuff expires in just about a month, so go and redeem that, and let me know how you decide to use your friend ball, keep keep me posted here, okay? And then, it's hard to call this piece of news Nintendo news, but I'm going to bring it to you because a lot of Nintendo fans would probably be interested in this, you know, maybe if you're a Nintendo Switch fan, that would be a better title for this one, alright? so. We like to cover Sonic news too, because everyone I know that is a Nintendo fan has at least some interest in Sonic. So, with that said, the Sonic the Hedgehog 3 movie is set to begin filming in August 2023. Now, this movie is scheduled to release on December 20th, 2024. So, that's a long time. That's about a year and a half, and so they have a good amount of time to film, to edit, and according to production sheets, it does state the filming begins in August and it'll take place in London, England. Interesting location. I honestly thought these were shot and you know filmed in America somewhere, whether it be California. I don't know where it would be. I'm not. I didn't expect London. I'll say that. I'm, I mean, it's a great place. You know, never been there but heard good things. So. You know, the Sonic team can do what the Sonic team wants to do. But that movie is filming soon, or it is set to anyway. And it should <laughs> definitely meet the December 20th, 2024 deadline. We're, we're look, it's, it's looking good, right? It looks really, really good. Then June 22nd, guys, we actually got... I'm not going to lie to you. Like, a little heartbreaker, okay? We move to last Thursday. Oh, uh, and by the way, I think I skipped over June 21st after Skyward Sword Link uh, was June 21st. So my apologies there. uh, Guys, June 22nd, we got sad news. I'm not gonna lie to you here. E3, as we know it, was canceled for this year, 2023. Okay. It was canceled. We don't like when conventions get canceled. It's never a good thing, right? But the reason for its cancellation was because big companies like Nintendo, like Microsoft, like Sony were not going to be attending and showing off new games or anything of that nature. Which is honestly weird because I guarantee you that Direct that was aired one week ago as of posting the podcast was definitely ready when e3 happens like e3 happens you know it's sometime around you know june 10th to june 15th somewhere in that little gap um i think that that the direct would have been primed and ready to go for that convention you know like it would have been good so i don't know why nintendo did not attend but they didn't anyways what's the news here e3 is possibly canceled for 2024 and 2025. That's the headline here. Now, what makes us think this? Let's dive in. So, the Los Angeles City Tourism Board of Commissioners. If your name is that long for whatever you're running, I mean, there's 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 got to be some like Google, you know, Google like title shortener. I mean, that's the long name, right? So, Anyways, they posted convention sales numbers on Twitter, you know, standard stuff, okay? So if you don't have your, your your glasses on, this looks like a nothing burger. Although if you look in the bottom right of this image, they're putting out these numbers and it says, includes E3 cancellations for 2024 and 2025. So at that point, it was seemingly canceled, although... While it looks definitive, we can't say for sure still because the ESA, who runs E3, actually told uh, someone on Twitter, who I believe is much more than someone on Twitter, but that's where I found out, Stephen Totillo, they told him that the ESA is currently in conversation with ESA members and other stakeholders about E3 2024 and beyond and no final no final decisions about the events have been made at this time. So I mean, where would that come from though? Like this Los Angeles City Tourism Board of Commissioners, did they pull this information out of their butt? Like where did it come from? Like it doesn't just come out of nowhere, you know? Like I think the plan is to have those canceled. I don't think that um an, an E3 2024 would look better than how E3 23 was looking. I don't think it, it, that it looks better. And I don't know if it was some miscommunication. But let's just say, if you're looking forward to going to E3 2024, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. It really isn't. Same thing with 25. The next year, I mean, it doesn't look good. But like, you know. I'm so like, I really miss right. I really miss when E3 was like this thing. Like when I was younger, like five, six, maybe like seven years ago, going to E3 looked like the coolest thing ever. It looked like the coolest thing. I was under 18, so I believe that you have to be over 18 to go. Um, I I think that's the rule because when I googled that, I was so upset. I googled it and it sucked. I believe you either have to be over 18 or you have to be invited or something. Um, And, you know, I was not getting invited. So I could never go and I've never been to an E3. But that was always like one of my big dreams. And now it's never going to happen, it looks like. But at the same time, I'm not like too bummed because... E3 is not as cool as it used to be. It's just not. It's just not. Like, they used to show so much stuff at E3. And while they still did a few years ago, maybe it's just me. I feel like it's gotten worse over the years. I feel like 2015, 2014, 2013 were some of the prime years for E3. And of course, you know, beforehand, like when they show off consoles in like 2003 or 4 or 5. Of course, that was great too. But like, you know, when I've been paying attention, those are some that I remember. So, it really does suck. It it sucks there's no E3 this year and maybe the next two years. But who knows, maybe it's a dying thing. Anyways, I, I think there's some ways to revive E3, but sorry E3-ers. Then we've got a piece of news, a fascinating discovery rather, and a pretty cool move on Nintendo's end. So, if you were watching the Direct, now there's a whole lot of news that came out after the Direct aired, and we go over that all later, but I don't count this much as news, I kind of count it as like a cool thing, so I'm bringing it to you right here. Guys, if you watch the Direct that aired, on June 21st, which was a week ago, you would have seen WarioWare Move-It was announced for the Switch. It releases what I believe is November 3rd. And it's got a bunch of games. WarioWare is always fun. It's great, great fun. And so the game is, is, is you know, called WarioWare Move-It. Now, here's an interesting observation linked to the Japanese WarioWare Move-It, okay? So... It appears to be a sequel from the Wii WarioWare game, WarioWare Smooth Moves, which was a great game. You know, WarioWare Smooth Moves was. It was honestly, it was a bit it was kind of wackier, okay? And so here's the thing, okay? The Japanese WarioWare Smooth Moves titles. So the Japanese Wii game title for WarioWare Smooth Moves was Dancing Made in Wario. That's kind of what it translates to. In the English language. Then guess what? The Japanese title for WarioWare Move It is Super Dancing Maiden Wario. So if we, you know, us Americans and you know English speakers, if we got the game WarioWare Smooth Moves, and say that WarioWare Move It was called Super WarioWare Smooth Move. It's, it's a sequel. It's a sequel. So that's kind of what it is. That's the exact case that I just described. In japan they know it's a sequel for us it looks like a brand new i mean obviously sorry obviously it's, it's brand new but it doesn't look connected however it does appear to be the sequel to warioware smooth moves that's a cool little fact i did not know that nor could i recognize that but dude warioware smooth moves is one of the best warioware games if you've not played it i don't know how much it costs you have to play it on the Wii, I'm sorry, you, you you have to, it's not like a, well, you know, maybe, maybe I'll play it, hopefully it's not too expensive, no, play it, it's a really, really good game, especially play it before WarioWare Move It releases in November. With that said, you're getting a sequel, all is well in the world. Now, that has not been officially confirmed by Nintendo as far as I know, but When you have a game with the exact same title but super in front of it, you know you you have to assume it's a sequel, so there we have that. Then, guys, if you are waiting on Pikmin 4, it's just like this thing, it's like, where is Pikmin 4 comes out in less than a month. I'm in the middle of Pikmin 2 trying to beat that game, but apart from that, guys, if you're a Pikman, or a Pikwoman, or a Pikmin fan that that rhymes okay there are Pikmin Nintendo switch online icons available right now so when there are switch online icons available normally there are three waves four waves sometimes like five waves for a set of icons there are Pikmin icons available now but there are only two waves now sorry to break the news to you but wave one Lasted from June 21st to June 28th, which is when I'm posting this podcast. So if you see this, if you, if you if you're seeing this and you just found out, I'm so sorry. You know, there's nothing I can do. It's gone now, but you know that will never happen again. It's a very rare circumstance that something happens within a week and I don't report on it because it happened on June 21st, and that's the day after. I posted this podcast, you know, maybe I'll put like on Twitter, pick up wave one. If you forgot, or I'll put it in my discord, join my discord. So then if there's ever a random piece of news that I cannot report in a timely manner, you will know. Okay. So I'll put a reminder in my discord this evening, uh, but, but wave one was available until June 28th. But hey, I mean if you miss that, okay? Like wave two wave two is available now from June 28th to July 5th. And you have that out there, okay? You have that. But let me tell you, if you if you're still upset about the 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 wave 1 icons being gone, June 28th, which is today as of posting this podcast, is the day that the Pikmin 4 demo has released. So I'm stuck in June 27th recording this podcast, but for you, I mean, it's out. We got that information shared in the direct. So go and play that if you would like, or maybe if you're still playing Pikmin, Pikmin 1 and 2, uh, Pikmin 3, whatever it is, maybe play those first and then play the Pikmin 4 demo after all that. That's what I'm gonna do. Like I'm not touching it until I beat Pikmin 2 and 3. I don't know. It's 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 not for me, maybe if I beat Pikmin 3 early it is, but we'll see. I'm, I'm trying to beat all the Pikmin games before Pikmin 4 comes out. I don't know if I can do that, but hey, I'm trying over here, okay? So, we'll see. Then, still for June 22nd news, we have a few more bits of news for this one day. Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope, guys. This got an update. Now, we saw the DLC get shown off in the last Direct, okay? We saw it get shown off. And so, with with DLC comes a game update, okay? Now, normally, game updates are like, updated to version 3.1.2 or updated to 4.12. Guys, guess what version Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope was updated to? I kid you not. 1.3.2219412. I mean, how much more? Just call it 1.221 or 1.3.2 or 1.3.22. Like, that's a lot of numbers for absolutely no reason. That's a lot of numbers. So, I don't know. But if you're into that game and you're buying the DLC, there's two patch notes from the update. One of them being that this update adds support for the second set of additional content from the Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope Season Pass, The Last Spark Hunter. And also, several issues were fixed and various adjustments were made to improve the gameplay experience. Various adjustments. Someone better look into that. They're changing things without you knowing. I'm kidding. But one more piece of news for June 22nd. We have The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It's honestly been a little bit that a decent Zelda piece of news has been in the news, apart from the fake Zelda movie rumor that we had discussed, where that actually turned out to be false. We have a statistical rumor from Twitch themselves. So. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom made it on Twitch's top 10 most streamed games for what I believe is the last month or so. I mean, it's a big game. It's probably going to be game of the year if all goes well. I think it deserves to be. I can't wait for it to win game of the year. Like, it it, it certainly deserves to. Anyways, it is number 9, top ninth best or most streamed game on Twitch and it has 37 million hours of the game streamed obviously from thousands and thousands of different people playing it but it is just behind Apex Legends that has 39 million hours of streamed gameplay I will say I thought Apex Legends was like a was like a knockoff of Fortnite that we all kind of picked up back when Fortnite was dying in like 2018 or something. Uh, and then I thought it had just died. Like there was a phase where me and my friends were, pay- were playing Apex. And then for me it died. I can't believe it's like still a thing. Maybe I'm just like out of the loop. I'm probably out of the loop. It just kind of shocked me a little bit, you know. It shocked me. But anyways, number 9 is still very good for all the great games out there. For a Nintendo 1 to be to be number 9 is pretty big so a little golf clap for the zelda developers nice one then guys june 23rd we still have a little bit to go until the current date june 28th although the only thing is it gets a little bit slower as we go so let's just keep on going slower as in like slow news you know not not like more news for you know as long as we go on you 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 kind of get it it becomes slower Then, June 23rd, guys, we reported on this during a YouTube short, but I think it's just big enough to bring back up during this podcast, so if you don't know, there was a Nintendo shareholders meeting held, that we'll actually get into uh, more of it later on in the second segment of news, which, which is then the, if this is segment one, in segment three, we discuss more of it, so... A Nintendo fan spent $3,500 and they spent it on Nintendo stock just to attend the shareholders meeting and rant about Splatoon 3. Okay, like, you can spend $3,500 and, you know, maybe buy Switches for your whole family so then we can all play Splatoon 3 or they can all play, rather. Um, you know, you can donate it. They spend it on stock, which, which you can sell and, you know, get, get your money, obviously, but like, it's just so random. So they spent 3,500 on stock and then they were able to attend the shareholders meeting, which has big people in there like Shuntaro Furukawa, who is the current Nintendo president. Very... Presidential man, right? <laughs> so all money was spent on the shares, and what did this person rant about? You know, you could rant about the maps being faulty. I don't think that's even a real thing, but like if this person thought they were, you could rant about that. You you could rant about, you know, where's the next console? You could rant about whatever. They rant about how there is supposedly more customization for females than there is for males now when I made the YouTube short about this a lot of people I I saw two very common comments common comments um one of them being well it's a stock he can just get his money back so it's a very well spent you know purchase I don't know I mean if you're gonna attend I would ask like a real question like you know what's what can you say about the, the next console I don't know and then the other common comment was he's not wrong or sorry he or she they are not wrong which i mean i can't give my input on that um because i while i play splatoon 3 like i i i I don't know enough to like give my comment on whether there seems to be more female customizations because i have not messed around and used every customization I just use the um, floppy fish mascot or whatever and like and like the whole like fish uniform mascot thing from the Amiibo, whatever it is. I just use that and that's fine for me. so I can't really speak on customization kind of stuff, but that's the uh, rant. And so obviously when someone's like saying this, it's insane. Here's the exact quote of the rant quote. From the 2021 Fall Direct and all of the next year trailers always showed the girl character, there were people like me who were looking forward to playing as a boy, and every day we were filled with dread that we wouldn't be able to. So, while you can, I guess, play as a boy, like, I would say my character. I mean, I don't believe that you can pick a gender in the game. That was what I heard. But, like, I think it it works out either way. And so... The president, Sentara Furukawa, actually interrupted this person and just said, thank you for your interest in playing our game. We appreciate your valuable opinion, which is just, it's just such a business answer, which, I mean, you can't blame him for. Like, when you're running a company like this, you have to give some, like, you know, buddy, buddy answer. And that's, that's the buddy, buddy answer. Like it's just how they want to do business. I mean, I mean, that's one way to stop someone from ranting, but apparently, uh, it's not like he, he, you know, interrupted because he didn't want to hear about that kind of stuff. It was mainly because it was going on for way too long. Like it just was kind of like this ongoing, go and go and go and kind of thing. So he cut them off and that was that you know, bro I need to, I have to attend one of these meetings man. I'm gonna ask about whether or not they're Mario Matter fans, you know, I'm gonna do that. Let's go. anyways, next our next piece of news is actually for those who like free things like that Pokemon code, we have another free thing to share with you, okay? My Nintendo is giving out free wallpapers. For the Super Mario Bros. movie, kind of as a way to thank you for your support on the movie, and you know, all in all, giving them over a billion dollars in revenue. I mean, it's a it's fantastic, right? It's great. They're, we're just giving the money, and here's the thank you. We get a JPEG. That's that's what we get as a thank you. Which you can't complain, right? Like it's a cool thing, but They're giving us a free wallpaper of Mario, Peach, and Toad sitting on a mushroom platform. It is obviously a Mario movie themed wallpaper. And they're giving you this on my Nintendo for zero platinum points. It is totally free. Here's the only weird thing though. I don't know if they want you to have this because when I was looking for it, I was like, okay, if you've ever used my Nintendo, you would know. Uh, for, for, for wallpapers and that kind of stuff, you would go to the PC and smartphone re- rewards. Maybe it was just my browser. Maybe it's totally fine for you. I don't know for sure because this is my experience. I, I could not find it anywhere. I scrolled to the bottom. I, scrolled, I know I checked every single one. I went to the featured items. I could not find the, this, this wallpaper anywhere. I couldn't find it. The only way I found it was clicking the link they provided. And through doing that, I was able to actually, you know, redeem the wallpaper, but I don't know. I'm not sure if they want it to be like a social media, like you have to go on here, find their post, click the link, then you can get it because it, it doesn't seem open to everybody. I don't know. Once again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's, it's a glitch on their end. Maybe it's there right now. It's very easy to find, but in my experience yesterday and even today, I checked, I couldn't find it. So with that said, if you cannot find it on your My Nintendo, I will leave a link to get it in the description. Once I clicked on the uh, link, it was no problem at all. I, I got it, and I redeemed it, and I downloaded it. So once you have the link, no problem, but yeah, it's just a bit of a weird one to find. Then moving on from that, we got Fire Emblem released on the Game Boy Advance Switch Online Plus expansion pack library. What a long headline that was released. Now, we heard word about this coming to the Game Boy Advance library, I believe it was last week or so. We had heard about this, we saw a trailer for it on the official YouTube channel for Nintendo. And this piece of news is straightforward. I'm not going to dive into the whole summary of the game, but I've never played the game. I've never really been a Fire Emblem guy, nor was I a big Game Boy Advance player. I do have a Game Boy Advance, but never really, I guess it wasn't the console that I grew up with, I would say. I kind of grew up with GameCube, which, which, sorry, which was before the Game Boy Advance had released, obviously. Um, That was, that was 2001, and I believe GBA released in 2003. But that was what my family had them saying. Like, we had a GameCube, not a Game Boy Advance at that time. So, I didn't grow up with the Game Boy Advance, but it is out there. And just for some info, it's rated 88 on Metacritic, which pretty much signals a good game. It's probably a real nice game. So, Fire Emblem, Game Boy Advance. And they probably wouldn't, you know, port a game that that they weren't proud of. So, you can definitely count on Fire Emblem, Game Boy Advance to be... A pretty solid game. I wouldn't port a bad one. There you go. Check it out. Then, a bit of an interesting one. The Japan Baskin Robbins has announced a Splatoon 3 collaboration. So, if you remember correctly, or at all, I shouldn't say correctly. It's a pretty easy thing to remember. Last summer of 2022 is when Nintendo had collabed with Coldstone, I believe it was America... Mainly it was mainly an American thing. I'm not sure if they had it in in other regions. They had collabed with Coldstone locations to bring us Kirby ice cream, Animal Crossing ice cream, and I believe Mario Kart ice cream. They were all cool little flavors. And it was a great idea, but I don't know if it's Coldstone's fault, if it was Nintendo's fault. Not every single location, but the one that I went to, messed mine up totally you know wrong they they well first of all i don't think i was able to to even choose what cup size i wanted my ice cream in which i'm not sure if that was normal but it was weird i'll say that and they showed these like promo pictures of the ice cream and it looks nothing like the promo pictures which it's supposed to because i saw pictures on twitter where it looked just like the promo pictures. In short, guys, my Cold Stone and other Cold Stones that I had heard about, because I had checked to make sure that I was not the only one with the issue, messed it up totally. Totally wrong. It's it, it wasn't great. So they're trying their hand with Baskin Robbins, making Splatoon 3 ice creams, cookies, all this cool stuff. So, boy, do I wish I was in Japan right now. So this... Promotion, this collaboration runs from June 30th, which is in two days as of posting to July 20th. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of a summer thing. I'm surprised it doesn't go longer than that because summer does kind of, it kind of lingers around until August or so. So June 30th to July 20th, all this year. You can actually, along with the food that I'll get into in a minute, you can actually earn a Splatoon 3 Baskin Robbins sticker by checking in with the My Nintendo account that you own. Now I assume it's while you know while supplies last because that part of the whole promotion is free. Those might go quick. Uh, but anyways what is the promotion exactly so there are I believe about five new menu items here one of them being the super cool tricolor fruit punch ice cream cone now this has three flavors in it it's got peach grape and soda then we have the tricolor pop which I believe is the same thing from what the, from from you know what I've seen in the translations. It's the same peach grape and soda, but it's in a bowl, and it includes a Super Sea Snail Cookie, which, honestly, that sounds like the most Splatoon 3 thing ever. I want to try the cookie. It's you know, It sounds pretty good. Then we have the Tri-Color Turf War Crush Soda. You get to, to, to mix up yellow and blue syrup. Enjoy that. Then you have the squid-shaped ice cream box and it includes an ice pack. Now that's what the listing says. An ice pack, is that like what you use like when you fall on the playground in second grade? Like what is an ice pack? Is it like the like ice, you know, you, you, you like you like put water in this ice tray? No, cause it would say ice tray, but is it is it a faulty translation? Does it come with an ice tray? I have no clue. It comes with something. Translating Japanese to English, it's not the easiest thing. Google Translate ain't always right. We also have a Splatoon 3 ice cream cake. Now, that sounds like the highlight of the entire promotion. Splatoon 3 ice cream cake. Now, this one, if you live in Japan, limited stock, my friends. Like, you better go day one and just feast on this Splatoon 3 ice cream. You know, you better go. I mean, it's not often that, that we see... Really, any kind of cake from Nintendo. You better go quick. It's going to run out. Next thing you know, someone beat you to it. You know, like, boo-hoo. Go on June 20th. Or, June, sorry, June 30th. It's your only chance, okay? So, there you go. Baskin-Robbins, Splatoon 3, all as well in the neighborhood. Then, one thing we got here, guys... I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, like I don't know everything going on with this Microsoft FTC case. Uh I hear this is going on. I believe it has you know a problem with Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard. And here's a thing, here's a you know some quote that Microsoft's Microsoft Gaming CEO, Phil Spencer. Said about Call of Duty, Call of Duty running on the Switch. He said he believes it would run great compared to other Switch games. Okay, guys. Guys, Call of Duty, Nintendo Switch. How well do you think this game runs on Switch hardware? Call of Duty, you know, probably runs great on PS5 and Xbox. But you look at the Switch, 2017 hardware handheld not even just 2017 hardware It it is just old it's old and it's not great it's not great it's not good it's not phenomenal so how do you want to run call of duty on this console it's, it's not going to happen it's not going to work it really is not going to work and while it may work it's not going to work like you know it It'll probably be 720p, 30 FPS, but for this guy's vision to be, it'll run great great compared to other Switch games. Dude, other Switch games run amazing. Like Mario Kart 8 runs amazingly. Now, Mario Kart 8 and Call of Duty are not the exact same thing, but I have a hard time believing that it'll run great compared to other Switch games. What are other Switch games? Like Like the mobile games being ported to, 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 to Switch? What is a other Switch game? Cause yeah, it'll probably it'll probably run run better than like I don't know what's that one game like Ark Survival you know whatever game third party game get ported to, to the Switch that ran terribly it'll run fine but you're, you're you're making big promises I'll believe it when I see it okay there's that well, our last piece of news for June twenty third here we have Japanese Pikmin four plushies announced now which ones might you ask we got. An Ochi plush, who is the dog companion from Pikmin 4, that was announced for Japan. And then we also have the Ice Pikmin plush, announced for Japan. Now I bring it up because although they are Japan exclusive, you can still get these. It'll take some shipping, but I do tend to find that when I want a Japanese plushie, they pop up either on a site called PlayAsia, which is where I've bought them from before. That's a very good site or they also can can come from eBay. eBay has some they'll ship them right to you. You do have to pay, you know, in my experience I've paid like $10, $12, $12 shipping. Like it's not like it's not insanely terrible. It's not like 80 bucks for a plush. Uh it does depend on who it's from and how big the plush is though. So don't take my my word on $10, you know, $12, $12 shipping, but that's what I've had to do in my experience. So those two plush are coming through. Now, if you really don't care the, about the quality of your plush, I did actually find there is an Ochi plush on Amazon right now. Um, I have no clue the brand just because it's not official, it's not like a very named brand. I think I think it's like a Chinese brand I've never heard of who are making an Ochi plush on Amazon. So, that's available now. I don't think it's prime shipping, so it wouldn't be here in a manly or sorry, in a timely manner, not a manly timer, uh, timely manner, <laughs> manly, manly manner, timely manner. But it's low quality. I wouldn't buy it. It's like twenty-five bucks. Just wait for the. Um, sorry, this this plush is from Sine Boeki Boeki, that company. So. They're pretty quality. They make all kinds of plush for Nintendo. I'd buy from them if you want any of that. But I am hoping that, like, we, we do get the Ochi plush in America. Because, honestly, that one sells like hotcakes. Like, if you know Poochie from Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World, like, that guy, making him, make, making him an amiibo, like, they knew that was going to sell so well. I, I I think same thing with with Ochi you make an Ochi amiibo and or an Ochi plush available to everybody it sells so great so definitely give it to everyone if that's a Japanese exclusive thing I'll be upset then oh guys deep breath deep breath moving on to June 24th guess what guys June 24th was a Saturday and you know me I come on the podcast with with so much news, like a crazy amount of news. There's no real news on June 24th. Now, we do know that Nintendo doesn't like to announce things on the weekends. They almost never do. So that's a big reason why there's no news there. Now, I will say there was a little bit of news, but we actually moved it over to the next segment of the podcast because it kind of has to do with that but really there was no like big news so we're skipping on through to june 25th and while there is news from june 25th i mean it's not much and there's one piece of news so we'll we'll do this then get to june 26th when i said the news gets slower this is what i meant like there's not as much here we go june 25th Everybody want to switch gameplay. Our first look at gameplay was shown from the Dutch Comic-Con via Don Koopman. So, Don Koopman, I believe, was at this Dutch Comic-Con. And I asked Don if I could show the footage on my live stream last night. He said, yep, all good. I assume I can show it on the podcast too. So, I'll show some of it. Now, the reason I bring this up is because you know you already have the other everybody want to switch trailer uh, on the actual official YouTube channel but this shows people playing it and what it really really looks like you know how it's played how it's demonstrated all that kind of stuff now we did see uh, Nintendo kind of put out a similar thing they had put out people playing it like they had flown out they 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 flew out content creators to play everybody want everybody want to switch but In my opinion, it was harder to tell what was actually going on. So this Dutch Comic Con video, I believe, does show a little bit better, you know, kind of how the game runs. So check it out if you'd like. It is on the Game Explain YouTube channel. Then moving on to June 26th, which was a Monday. We have three new Super Mario Bros. figures announced. Or should I say announced? I don't know. They were at a Walmart, you know. They were leaked at a Walmart, courtesy of our friend here on Twitter. So the person who tweeted it out was fraternia.com on Twitter. And then they credit Panda93 on Discord for the picture. That's where all the credit goes for this image on screen. We have a leaked bunch of figures of, okay, guys, Can I say this first one's name? If you watched the direct presentation last week, you would know that Kamek or Kamek is coming to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. But the announcer or the narrator said his name is Kamek. I've always called him Kamek. I don't know if I want to call him Kamek anymore. I'll call him Kamek. So one is Kamek. Kamek is there. I might actually buy the Kamek one. I think that it looks pretty cool. He also has his little wand as an accessory. Then you have the Cat Mario figure, very self-explanatory, but it comes with a question block, and I'm not sure if there's a point for that question block, because if you've seen these figures come out over the past couple months, you would know that most of them come with some accessory for the character to, to hold. I don't think Cat Mario is able to hold a question block in his little figure hands, but that is included. Maybe there's something cool inside of there. And then there's also another peach figure. I believe, you know, there was a a first one and it was kind of creepy. So they've now released a peach figure with her motorcycle gear on and it comes with a blue shell with wings. Now that is another one that I do, I do not believe she can hold, that her figure can hold, but it's a cool little... I guess accessory to put right next to her, same thing with the, with, the, with the cat Mario and the question block, same thing there. Now Kamek can hold his, his accessory wand, but for the other ones, looks like some detail and decoration. So, June 26th, that's there. I do not know when they release, but I would have to assume a Walmart employee took that photo uh maybe i mean if they're already at walmart's maybe within the next week or so maybe even like now i mean i mean i have no clue maybe in in the next week maybe early july or so somewhere around there we might just see those in stores then more on june 26th we are almost on here and then moving over to our other segments we have the pikmin 4 okay now pikmin 4 was available for some press to play over the past few days Press was playing it so then they can kind of get a feel for the game and eventually, at the end of this all, form a review. Now, they'll, you know, obviously get actual review copies. I, I don't think that review copies have been sent out. Maybe they have, but I've seen some previews pop up that kind of detail the gameplay. Once again, I don't know. Is that like a, you know, copy? I don't think it's a, it's a press copy. I think, like, they all had to go somewhere and they were playing it, and they were Nintendo reps like, you know, right around them, saying that you can play this part of the game or whatever. I think that's like what it was. And apparently, breaking news guys, there is a brand new feature coming to, to Pikmin 4 that allows you to rewind your gameplay, okay? So if you've ever played a Pikmin game, whether it be Pikmin 1, 2, or 3, you would know that unfortunate things can happen. Whether it be your Pikmin dying, like like 30 Pikmin dying all at one time. Whether it be you lose your most valuable Pikmin. Whatever the case is, if you you really want to restart that day of Pikmin, you would have to close out your entire game. Uh, I believe you have to close it out for Pikmin 2. Pikmin 1 lets you return to your previous save, and I'm not sure for Pikmin 3, but... At the, at the most inconvenience, you would have to restart your entire game just to restart your progress and get your 30-killed Pikmin back. So now, in Pikmin 4, if you make a grave mistake, 30, or rather, your entire team of Pikmin dies. Guess what? There is a rewind feature in the game. So, let's say, I'm walking around, I'm cruising, I'm Olimar, I'm walking... One of those big frog guys just kills all my Pikmin. I can rewind to, I'm not sure what it will be, I assume kind of like a checkpoint kind of thing. I can rewind to a few minutes ago and have all those guys back and get another crack at whatever I was doing. That's very cool. At the same time though, I almost feel like it takes away from the challenge that Pikmin is. I'm I'm in the middle of, of Pikmin 2 trying to beat all Pikmin games before Pikmin 4 comes out. And I think it's a nice challenge not not being able to rewind the game and get your Pikmin back because with you being able to rewind time and get everything that that you lost back it allows for more like free play. Like I'm not I'm not cautious anymore. I'm just kind of like walking through enemies, hoping no one dies. But if they do, I can just rewind. No biggie. Like, I'm not going to be as cautious. I'm not going to be very strategic. I'm just going to, you know, throw random Pikmin everywhere. Now, I'm sure you're obviously not forced to play with the rewind feature. It's just more from newcomers. So I don't want to sound like I'm hating, I'm hating on the game. Not at all. I'm just saying, like, I guess I won't be using it. I guess that's kind of what I'm saying here. I will not use the rewind feature probably, maybe like once or so, just, just to see like how it works and everything, maybe once, maybe twice, but I don't think it'll be a, a big thing for me. But I do really, really like that though. I do like it. Not that's like, you know, talk all negative. I do really like it because like there's people who have never even played Pikmin before. If you didn't own a Wii, if, you, if the Switch was your first console, you might've played Pikmin 3, I guess. But like there's some who have never played Pikmin. So to make it a bit easier for all players and especially newcomers is very nice with the rewind feature. I do like that and I do want to see more of that. Maybe we can get, you know, gameplay footage of that, um, like from Nintendo. I've not dove into every single, like if we search Pikmin for preview here, um, yeah, here we are. I mean, there are some, but I'll be honest, I've just kind of read things. I haven't like looked at all of them. However, it should look pretty good. I, don't, I didn't look at the previews because I don't want I don't wanna have anything spoiled. However, if you want to look at what the whole rewind thing looks like, I'm not sure if they're even you know able to to show the rewind. I'll leave links to some previews in the description if you want to look at everything shown off um, from big companies like IGN. Uh, there are some, like, individual content creators who, sh- who showed some, some gameplay. It's cool stuff. So, check it out if you would like. Then, guys, we're almost done here. June 27th, guys, we got a piece of news. That is today, Tuesday. It was released last night on June 26th. But, you know, when that kind of happens, like, Nintendo releases a lot of things at night, whether it be uh, an update, patch, our next topic, actually, our next headline here. They do things at night, but they count it as it being the next day. Like if it happens at 9 p.m. on June 26th, you you call it June 27th. So it is June 27th news. The Nintendo Switch has got a rebootless update. Now, what does this mean? Well, the console was updated, but you don't have to reboot. The version number, to my knowledge, doesn't change. It is still. Is it one point, geez, where are my notes here? Nintendo Switch update. It's 1.16, 16.0.3. Sorry, guys. 16.0.3. That number is still the same. All it changes, and this is courtesy of at oatmeal dome on Twitter. They went in there and they found that this changes the bad words list. Now, normally I will update you on like what words were were banned, but I, I, don't, I don't feel comfortable saying what was changed around and stuff. So I'll leave the original tweet link in the paste bin. I mean, can I even do that? I mean, it's like a, you know, I just don't feel comfortable. At Oatmeal Dome on Twitter. If you want to find it, go and search it out. It will not be in the description. But the bad words list is updated. There you go. Then, June 28th, our last piece of news until we get to the big news. Nintendo Direct stuff, guys. Mario Kart Tour. The mobile Mario Kart for those who want to play, play on the go, but are not bringing their entire Switch or 3DS or DS or, you know, whatever you play it on, Game Boy Advance, whatever. Mario Kart Tour. Right on your smartphone. My phone is charging, and it has 68% primed and ready to go for some Mario Kart Tour. They are putting out a brand new Mario Kart Tour. It is called the Night Tour. Where's the morning tour? I mean, okay, so the night tour, right, takes place on June 28th, which is a Wednesday. Now, as I said, you know, during the Pikmin topic, oh, our next topic, you know, also releases during during the night, but it's, it's considered the next day. This releases Tuesday night, somewhere around 11 p.m., but it's considered June 28th is when it starts, and it ends on July 12th. Now this tour in the game will feature the N64 Mario Raceway track, the Game Boy Advance Luigi Circuit, and the GameCube Waluigi Stadium from Mario Kart Double Dash. So those three tracks are featured in the tour. However, there's much more featured in this tour. You'll be able to race on some Rome Avanti type courses, which honestly just look beautiful. Also, if you are a Mario Kart Wii veteran, you might know of the track Moonview Highway. This is coming to Mario Kart Tour as well. You also have two brand new Mii racing suits shown off in the tour. You have the Fishbone suit and the light green suit. Those are two new suits to get if you use your Mii in Mario Kart Tour. And then, we also got teased the next suit for next tour which will happen sometime around july 12th you know obviously it'll probably be probably be like july 11th at 9 p.m but you know around that time there's a suit and it looks just like wiggler there appears to be a wiggler suit coming to mario kart tour now that is my prediction i cannot tell as it is a black silhouette but if you look at that and you don't think It looks like Wiggler. Please let me know what you think it looks like because I think it looks a lot like Wiggler. That is Wiggler, all right? Wiggler me suit potentially coming soon. With that said, that is all of our headlines for the headline segment. Let's go ahead. Let's move on to our first news segment of the day, you know, apart from the headlines and stuff, talking about the Nintendo Direct, all the info that, that came out after it, in what you might have missed. Let's go ahead, let's go. So, guys, we are one week removed from the Nintendo Direct that had aired on June 21st, 2023. And by now, I mean I'm sure you have seen it. We got games like Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Detective Pikachu Returns, Super Mario RPG, so many games in there, some DLC, some events. And in case you have somehow not seen it, I will run down the bigger games in a second, but I kind of wanted to go over like I already made a video on my thoughts of the direct, but I, I, I want to go through news that came out after the direct had aired like brand new news. Okay. This was not all shown in the direct and we got the word. All right. So let's go over the bigger games that were shown off in the direct. Now, by bigger games, I mean there's a there's like a pretty dang good amount in here. Like I'm not only saying the games made by by a uh, Nintendo. I'm, I'm saying games that like you would probably recognize. Okay, so beginning with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the Hidden Treasure of Area Zero DLC, Sonic Superstars, Palea, Persona 5, Tactica, the Splatoon 3 Splatfest was announced. The teams are Vanilla versus Strawberry vs. Mint Chip uh, on July 14th to July 16th. Detective Pikachu Returns, Super Mario RPG being remade for the Switch, an untitled Princess Peach game, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon from 3DS coming over to, to the Switch, In some regions it's called Luigi's Mansion 2, Batman Arkham Trilogy, Just Dance 2024, Fae Farm, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2, Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope DLC number 2, Pikmin 4 Gameplay, Pikmin 1 and 2 coming to Switch, sorry, Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass Wave 5 DLC, Star Ocean the Second Story R, WarioWare Move It, Zelda and Ganondorf Tears of the Kingdom Tears of the Kingdom Amiibo, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder, which is a brand new 2D Mario platform game. Now, those are the big games, I'm sure you know this, you're excited, all that. Let's get into the first bit of news, which I think is actually pretty interesting. We got some file sizes of these games. So, if you're mainly a digital guy, you know, you have that loaded one terabyte SD card, you know, you are just rolling in all the dang digital games, getting those eShop gift cards through. This is for you, my friend. So, if you're getting digital, here are the file sizes for five of the games in the Direct. The bigger ones, okay? I mean, some are not even on the eShop, like Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon or the Peach game. We don't know all of them. But we do have sizes for five of the bigger games, I I will say. So, let's begin here. Star Ocean, the second story R, will take 13.7 of your precious... Gigabytes, should you get it digitally? There you go. Detective Pikachu Returns at a whopping, honestly, more than I thought. 10 gigabytes. Ten 10.0. Just 10. I mean, that's a big game. That's a big game, guy. I mean, I knew it wouldn't be small, but 10 is bigger than you might think. Now, Super Mario RPG is 8. WarioWare Move-It is 1.5 gigs, and the one that shocked me was Super Mario Bros. Wonder, 4.5 gigabytes. Now, for a game like WarioWare Move-It, we can expect 1.5 because it is a bunch of micro games shoved into one Switch game. It's not going to be too much on the console or on the data, but for Mario Wonder, I mean, yeah, it's a 2D platforming game, and it makes sense that it shouldn't be too much, you know, 4.5 smaller than i thought as i just said it does make sense though so there are all of your file sizes i mean for us physical gamers i mean we're just winning right now like if you want to buy all those games quick math here 13 plus 10 23 plus 8 uh 31 33.5, and then 30 that's 38 gigabytes for all the games Physical gamers are on top guys. Let's go. I'm kidding. I respect all digital gamers and all physical gamers You like what you like. Okay, you like what you like. It could be cleaner on Your shelf if you buy them digitally Or might fill them shelves might fill the shelves if you buy it physically so up to you my friends But those are all the sizes for you and then guys guess what? more for our digital friends. Our digital friends are also winning right now because a lot of the games shown off in the direct are going to be eligible for Nintendo Switch game vouchers. Now, if you do not if you don't know what a game voucher is for the Switch, essentially you can buy a pair of tickets for a hundred bucks, and you can buy two games of your choice that Nintendo has approved of with those tickets. So if if I bought the tickets for 100 bucks, I have two I choose Pokemon Violet and I choose Pikmin 3, okay? I just spent 100 bucks on both games, but I bought them digitally and the normal price for those games are 60 and 60, it would, it would equal 120 bucks. So I just got them for 100 bucks because I committed to buying two games digitally. So I saved 20 bucks. That's what it is. So there are more games being added to the list of games that you can do that with, and those games are Pikmin 4, Detective Pikachu Returns, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, WarioWare Move-It, and Super Mario RPG. So, pretty much, and I say pretty much, I stress pretty much, every Nintendo first-party game shown off in the Direct, like the all, all the big ones, you know? Those are all voucher-eligible. So if you spend $100, you you can go ahead and buy Mario Bros. Wonder and, I don't know, Tears of the Kingdom, which would originally cost you $130 because Zelda is $70. Get it for $100. Save money right there. So digital it is. So our digital gamers are winning. Anyways, another piece of news, and actually our last piece of news, post-direct news, this is... A little bit upsetting, but like, it kind of makes sense. So you might have noticed something. If you've been a pretty big Pikmin fan over the years, you would know that the Pikmin logos have a certain look to them, they're more flowery, they have this flowery design and texture around them, then if you saw the Pikmin 4 logo get revealed, you would know it doesn't have that look to it. It's a bit more just firm. It's just the letters, no real flowery design. So, I don't know if I like that as much, but the point of me telling you this is Nintendo has redone the logo of Pikmin 3 Deluxe on the Switch. If you have that game, the home icon has been updated to a remade Pikmin 3 logo now now on screen is the before and the after I gotta be honest I like the before a lot better I just do I just I I just like the texture and the whole design around it I just like it a whole lot better maybe that's just me man I don't know it looks all right like it looks good they kind of kept it with the three in Pikmin 3 but I kind of miss the old one. Anyways, that has changed if you do have Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Thankfully, I don't. I have Pikmin 3, but it's on the Wii U, not on the Switch. So I'll be good there. I'll be good. I'm chilling. I'm set. That one will never change because they do not care enough to go back on the Wii U and change the logo of the game. (laughs) So they won't do that. But there is Pikmin 3 news for you. Then, guys, our next topic is a big one. We told you about the shareholders meeting for Nintendo, and President Shantaru Furukawa spoke on the next Nintendo console, backwards compatibility, all that kind of stuff. Scalping and stuff, let's go ahead, let's get into what he said about the next console. Now guys, I was telling you about how that Splatoon 3 fan ranted about there not being enough male customizations. At that same meeting, right, you, you get good old Presidential Shantaru Furukawa there talking Nintendo, talking the next console, kind of. He didn't, you know, reveal too much on it, but he does discuss it a little bit from what he can say, which I don't want to, like, mislead you. It's not much, but it's some. It's something that has me interested, and I'm reporting on it. So at this meeting, people can ask questions. There is a Q&A segment. Kind of like how we do a Q&A segment on this podcast. It's kind of like that. So, some people were asking questions, and while there were a lot of questions asked, we have some of the big and notable ones right here, ready to read to you. So, beginning here, somebody had asked Shantaru Furukawa how it would be transferring from the Switch to the next console, as with the... You know, Wii to Wii U, that was real easy. You couldn't really do that from Wii U to to Switch. How would that go? And he says, as for the transition from Nintendo Switch to the next generation machine, we want to do as much as possible in order to smoothly transition our customers while utilizing the Nintendo account. Essentially, Almost confirming, pretty much confirming that their plan is to have the Nintendo account on the next system. That's cool because I do like the whole concept of my Nintendo and the account system. It'd be real easy, especially if it's backwards compatible. If you can just, you know, log into your account and read redown- and re all your games. Like that would be real convenient for the next console. I hope that's what we can do. And I'm sure they are thinking about it. Like, even with Wii to Wii U, while it was very simple, it was tedious. Like, it was pretty tedious. You had to go back and forth putting the SD card in the Wii, then go put it in the Wii U, prepare it for transfer, put it back in the Wii, then back in the Wii U. Like, it was just, it was it was hard. So with the Switch, whatever the next console may be, whether it's Switch 2, whether it's whatever it is, If it can be as simple as logging in, that'd be real neat. I would prefer that. Then he was asked, Mr. Shantaru Furukawa was asked, you know, when this new console launches, okay, you know, it'll come out, it'll be midnight released. Are you doing anything to stop scalpers? Here's what he had to say. With regard to resale measures when launching new hardware, We recognize that the most important thing is to first produce and ship in numbers that can meet customer demand. We will then consider whether there are any other possible measures that can be taken. So really they're just going to ship out a buttload of new consoles and then they're gonna reevaluate and go look and see if they can do anything to prevent scalpers in short I don't think they're going to do anything because the only real thing you can do to prevent scalpers is make it one per customer. And that's never been the case when I would go and buy a console. Like I've been able to buy at least two consoles at one time. When I went to the switch launch day back on March 3rd, 2017, I walked out with two. One for me. I'm not, I'm not guys. I'm not a scalper. One for me, and one for my brother. They let me buy two. So the only thing that I can think of is you do one per person, one per customer. Apart from that, I mean, I don't really see how you stop scalping. Like, what if there is a big like? Just just hire some some employee. Hire some intern to hold a sign. That says no scalping. Like what are you going to do? What do you there's no like real measure you can take to to prevent that. Cuz even if you do one per customer, like if if you really need two consoles, <clears throat> let's say I buy the Switch 2 from Amazon, okay? I can then go on a different account and order it to my friend's house. Bam, I got two. Or I can go to Target, bam, I have two, or I can go to Walmart, bam, I have two, or three, or I can go to Best Buy, I have four, like, like it's not hard, if you just do that, while scalping is still possible, because multiple stores exist, it's much less likely to happen, and there won't be as many being scalped, at the same time though, if you're Nintendo, do you really care, because bro, like, if your console is selling, it's selling. And sure, let's say it costs 300 bucks. Sure, they're, they're being scalped for 500 and they are selling at 500 You cannot make your price 500 because it'll make everyone be like, "What? why is the Switch 500 you know? And the only people that buy scalped things are people who need it really bad or just cannot wait any longer. If there's a scalped PS5 back when those were rare... On eBay, you aren't buying it unless, one, you are crazy hyped for the PS5. Or two, you're a parent and you need a Christmas gift. Like, that's who's buying scalped things. And if they really need it that bad, I mean, just, it's easier said than, said than done, but just ship out more? Like, I don't know, like, how many consoles can you make and ship out? You know, before it's like not out of stock by the time that everyone leaves the store. I'm not trying to say they should ship a thousand consoles to each Best Buy across America and all the other countries. I'm just saying like your biggest problem here is inventory. It just is. You, It's hard. It's hard to navigate. You got to ship some more, which they plan to do. But I just feel like consoles go out of stock for for a while and while the demand is much higher than the supply for them, like during the Wii era, it was rough to get your hands on a Wii in 2006. Like it was rough. So you, so they were always, always out of stock. Even like the Switch was out of stock for like months, you know, it was, it was out for months and it was rough. With the next con like it's really hard to stop scalping. Someone's gonna get their hands on it and put it on eBay. Some diehard fan will buy it. I mean, it's it, scalping sucks. I don't think you can do anything to stop it. So when they say they're gonna see if any other possible measures can be taken, I I, I near guarantee you they come up with nothing. The only thing is one per customer, as we've been saying. That's the only thing you can do to prevent scalping like this. What else? Because if there was something else, Sony or Microsoft would have done it. Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing to do. So it it sucks. (sighs) But scalpers will scalp. I think it's just, you know... You just gotta, you know, if it's if it's a midnight release, you gotta get there early, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Like, when the next console comes out for me, I'm gonna pre-order it uh, on whatever website it pops up on. And I'll be at a midnight release at, like, 9 a.m. I'll just show up then and just wait the entire day. Like, if scalpers are more committed than you, do they deserve to scalp? Probably not. But if you really want to guarantee a console, if you need one that bad to show up as early as possible, that's just my advice. And then there's one more big and notable thing. Now, somebody did ask him. I had read through it. Somebody asked him, like, uh, you know, there's N64 Switch Online games. Can we ever get something like that for 3DS or, or like Wii or something? He didn't really comment on it. He said, in terms of of specifics, I can't comment on that. And so I don't know if either A, that's a bad translation. Maybe he said, that's not happening. I think he said, I, I, I'm i pretty sure he, that he said, I can't comment on that. Because the translation wouldn't be that off. You know, it would be pretty on point. So he, he said, I can't comment on that. I don't know if that means they're working on it. I don't know if that means... It's not happening I don't know he didn't want to say much about it there's that but otherwise in terms of backwards compatibility for the next console someone wanted to know if the next console would be backwards compatible like how the Wii U was with the Wii or how the 3DS was with the DS and how all those games are not playable on Switch someone wanted to know and while there's no like yes they will be or no they will not be, he does give out this quote, quote, we are always considering various things about the specifications of future hardware, but at this stage I would like to refrain from making any specific comments about future hardware. As for the sales style of Nintendo Switch software, there are different types like physical package software bought in stores, download versions of packaged software, and download only software. And compared to previous game consoles, the ratio of digital sales has been increasing. As a company, we would like to continue proposing unique gameplay through dedicated game consoles that integrate hardware and software in the future, so please look forward to it. So. He's not giving us an answer here on the next console or anything like that. I mean, what did we expect, honestly? It's not much, although I do think the next console will be backwards compatible, mainly because, one, most consoles just are. Like, most are. Wii to GameCube, Wii U to Wii, 3DS to DS, DS to Game Boy Advance. Like, most just are. And... There's a lot of good Switch games. Tears of the Kingdom is phenomenal. I think it has replay value, same with Breath of the Wild or many Zelda games. I think that you bring it over to your next console so people do not have to rehook up their Switch dock and do it that way, you know? I think that you do bring that over. Um yeah, there's a lot of great games. They shouldn't all just be left to die. Unless you want to rehook up your dock. That's just my input, though. So we'll have to see on backwards compatibility. I do think that'll be a thing. Honestly, it'd be crazy if, if it wasn't. Anyways, that's what he had to say, the notable stuff he had to speak about. Let's move on to your favorite segment of the entire podcast where we answer your questions QA style. Let's skadoodle. <music> All right, guys, you know, this segment, it's the one that you might even just be looking forward to the entire podcast where we go through and we answer the questions you have asked me. Now, if you want to submit a question for the podcast, there are a few ways to do it. Quite the voice crack there. Voice cracking is not a good way of submitting a question. The first way is joining my Discord server. Now, I'm trying to get the Discord server more popping. I mean, it's it's pretty popping right now, but we're trying to get a partnered server. So if you join that, I will give you the exclusive, okay? It's probably a lot easier to get your question answered on Discord because there are less people in there. If you are not in the Discord, go ahead, feel free, join it in the description. There are less people asking questions in there. And then the other way, which is a bit harder to do, is on my YouTube community tab. So if you go on my my page, on my YouTube channel page, and you scroll through, there's videos, shorts, there's a community tab. Every Sunday, I actually posted it on Monday because I forgot. But normally every Sunday, there is a little post that, that pops up that says, Hey, hope you're well. Mario matter questions. This episode airs June 28th. Feel free to leave your questions in the comments. It'll be right there. So I pull questions 10 from discord, 10 from YouTube. And there's that. Now, if you're sick of your question, not getting answered, what you can do is become a YouTube channel member. The link is down below to do that where you, where you support the channel monetarily and you get awesome perks like exclusive Mario Matter episodes. You get priority question. You get, in some cases, depending on which tier you choose, depending on that, you can get special videos or even early videos, things like that. So much good stuff. What are you waiting for? I can follow you on social media. Go and check it out, become a channel member today. Channel members are great. All right, so we have three questions first from channel members, then we'll get to the other 17 from everyone else. So, beginning with F100 Games, channel member, thank you so much. They ask, do you think there will be another Nintendogs game? Honestly, I don't, because if they were, sorry, I don't think it'll be on Switch anyway. If they were going to make a brand new Nintendogs game, I think they would have done it already. They, they would have done it for the Switch. It's obviously not a big priority. Although there was that one, there was a patent that was filed from Nintendo uh, for a Nintendogs mobile game. So I think that could happen in the near future. Maybe even like this fall or something. Or announced this fall but I don't think there will be another one on their main console like the switch or whatever comes next mobile is possible then also another Nintendogs question Sonic Generations asks do you think that your Nintendogs are safe I think they're safe but they're probably dead I haven't been on there since late 2021 that's the last time I went dogs, so they're probably dead okay like i'm not gonna lie and say well yeah they're, they're doing just fine like no they're probably dead so <laughs> they're dead uh are they safe i mean as long as there's you know been no robbery i would think so then camp games final member question here asks what game have you ever been the most hyped for What game was I the most hyped for? I think it's got to be Animal Crossing New Horizons for the Switch. Because Animal Crossing New Leaf, for those who do not know, is my favorite game of all time. So when there's a game coming out that is of the same series of your favorite game of all time, you got to be excited. Now, a close second would be Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which was very recent. I was so excited. I read all the news leading up to it. And I went to the midnight release. So much fun. Uh So that would be a, a second option. But for, num- for number one, Animal Crossing New Horizons Unmatched. Then, non-member questions. Shadow Cloud asks, Do you think that Tears of the Kingdom will get more Amiibo after Ganon and Zelda are released? My guess is either... I won't say these two names because I don't want to like spoil. I mean, I, I guess one's not a spoiler, but like, you know, I just won't say the name. Well, no, sorry, I can say it. These aren't like spoiler names. If I said the other one, that could be spoiler. Raru and Sonia, two pack or DLC related amiibo. I think there will be some more. I think we'll get all four sages. Five, I think that we'll get five actually, because there is like the one more at the end. I, I won't say that one because that one can be a little tiny bit spoilery. Um, so, I think all four and then the one at the end. A um, Araru amiibo, I mean, it's a great idea. I just feel like Raru isn't as present as maybe some of the other characters are. So, I'd probably say the four, five sages and maybe like a, they should make a, a guardian amiibo. Or sorry, not a Guardian. Oh gosh, a Construct Amiibo. A Construct Amiibo and the five stages. I think that, that that needs to happen. DLC-related Amiibo, I'm not sure on. I think just those six would probably happen. Maybe more, maybe less. I don't know. Then, ShadowScar808 asks, Do you think when Metroid Prime 4 eventually gets a release date, they'll put Prime 2 and Prime 3 on the Switch? That's a good question. Um, I, you know, I don't know, actually, it's weird. So I will say if Metroid prime remastered, didn't come to the switch in the way that it did, I would say yes. Now, what I mean by that is I think if they were going to bring two and three over, I think it would have been a trilogy. I think that they would have put all the games, all remastered into a trilogy I don't think they'll put out all of them individually. Like, like it's in the same situation as Pikmin 4. There's three games in the series. Obviously, Pikmin 4 is coming out. Uh, the third one is already on the Switch. But the other two were brought over in a pack. And I don't think they ever knew they were going to bring over Pikmin 1 and 2 when they brought over Pikmin 3 Deluxe. So, I think if they could if, if they could go back in time, I think they would put Pikmin 1, 2, and 3 all in like one little pack here. But, I mean, because they already brought Metroid Prime Remastered, I don't see them bringing that over and then just throwing 2 and 3 in a random pack. I think it's either Trilogy or nothing. So, I don't think that they'll bring 2 and 3. <sighs> I don't, I don't, but it'd be cool. It'd be cool. Then freaking chicken 28 asks, what did it feel like when you first played your Nintendo Wii? That's fun. Okay. So yeah, so the Wii wasn't my first console. So therefore I do remember some of it because I was a little bit older when I first played the Wii. I don't like recall the exact moment, but I know what I thought of it. I just thought it was like the coolest thing ever. I thought it was the coolest thing that I could hold this remote point it at a TV and I can like do things, you know, like it was new to me because I was used to just playing the GameCube controller on the GameCube. That was what I was doing. That was what I was used to. You, you, you can put inputs into the console that was it, but for this wireless white controller, to work like how it does, it was great. Wii Sports used it amazing, and I mean it was it was revolutionary. That's kind of how I can describe it. One of my first games was was definitely Wii Sports. My my other first one might be my, might be Mario Bros. Wii. One of those two were my first Wii games. It was amazing. I have great memories with the Wii. However, I was still, like, very, very young, so I can't give you all the details, but I do know what I thought of it. Then, Benno Klebs7409 asks, What is your opinion about leakers? Should they continue, stop, or be able to leak certain information that Nintendo allows them to leak? Um... Uh, I mean, if it was up to Nintendo, they would say no, but you're asking for my opinion. I kind of like it. I like it. But the only thing, I like leaks because it makes you get half excited, but not totally excited just yet because it is a leak. My only thing, honestly, is like when that Puro guy leaked the direct, like that guy was spot on, 100%. The only thing is like when he got the first game right so the first game that he got right in the direct was detective pikachu when that was shown off and and you know kind of confirmed to be right it almost just ruined the rest of the direct because like i knew what i knew what was going to happen you know like i i knew it i knew mario wonder was going to be at the end i knew pikmin one and two were coming in the middle or you know whatever so I like leaks, but I don't like a whole a whole direct leak. I, I guess that's my only thing really. Then, meme Machine 86 asks, in your opinion, which Nintendo franchise has the best soundtrack? I'll be biased and say Animal Crossing because that, that is my favorite uh, franchise, but Zelda has great music, especially the Tears of the Kingdom main theme. That's a very, very good one. I like, I mean Mario. Even like, if you heard the the music in the Mario Bros. Wonder trailer, that's phenomenal as well. I like Mario music. Uh, either either of those three, if I could choose one, going with my gut, I say Animal Crossing. Then Skew by Lucas and the Cubes five seven seven two. What's your favorite amiibo? Uh my favorite amiibo. I'm looking at my collection now. I can't even see part of it. Um, I have like three. I have like three if that's okay. Let me grab them real quick. Boom, boom, and boom. Okay. Here are my three favorites. So number one, we have Zelda. Zelda and the Loft Amiibo from Skyward Sword. This is great detail. And I do like this one a lot. It costs 25 bucks though which is like you know it's not cheap, but it has great detail and I like it a lot. Then we also have the Blathers Amiibo from Animal Crossing Blathers is just one of my favorite characters so I can't I can't even like keep him still. so I have him. and then my final one is the Chibi Robo amiibo i just love his little plug on his head and he's just like i don't care what you think about chibi robo games he's cute like he's he's amazing so those are three of my favorite amiibos if i had to choose one probably chibi robo honestly the grass bottom and he's cute like he's he's cool let me put these back a close contender, a very, very close contender would probably be the, which one? One of these two links, either Tears of the Kingdom link or Twilight Princess link. Probably the Tears of the Kingdom one. This is probably a, a, a very close contender. I like both though. All right. Boom, boom. Let's continue here. Pognis8968 asks, What was your first Nintendo handheld slash console? My first console was the GameCube. Uh, My first game on there was Shrek 2. I played it with my family. And the first game that I kind of like took on was Luigi's Mansion. Now, that being my first console and one of my first games... I'm not going to tell you that I beat Luigi's Mansion when I was very, 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 very young on the GameCube. It's not the easiest game for a toddler to beat. But for a toddler, I mean, Shrek 2, I would just like mess around. Yeah, it was the GameCube. I did actually go back nowadays though and beat Luigi's Mansion. Great game. Then, CB The Legendary asks Do you own a Game Boy player? I do not. So, my family might have. If we were into game boys back then, no one in my family owned a game boy until like a, a few years ago when my brother bought one off eBay. We just never were a you know were a game boy family like the first uh, I, I I shouldn't say that, but we were a little bit after the game boy era, and then we were all born. Me and me me, 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 my siblings. Me and my siblings were all born uh, right around the Game Boy Advance era, so we were like growing up right then. We didn't even know what a Game Boy was, you know. So we just never even got into it. And there's that for you. Never got into Game Boy Advance uh, in its in its era, but I do have one now, and so therefore, I do not own a Game Boy player. Um, then DK King in 1996 asks. Did you ever play any of the wrestling games from N64 and or GameCube? If so, which was your favorite? I have not. But the closest thing is I played UFC Throwdown on the GameCube. And that's not, I mean, that's, it's not like fake wrestling. Like it's, it's not like, it's not no WWE, but it's like a fighting game. I mean, can you count that UFC Throwdown? I've played that. That's the closest thing. But in terms of like the uh, wrestling games, no, I have not. Then, oh, that's a weird username. It's like a special font. SCD79YT, is that it? Here we go. How many 3DS slash 2DS systems do you have? And which one is your most prized? So I have two. I have the 2DS, Ocarina of Time. And I have a 2DS XL. I've got two. I wanna own one more, like a Japanese one, soft modded Animal Crossing Edition. That's a that's a bucket list like, like splurge for some time this year. <laughs> Maybe like this fall or something. I'll 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 go ahead and splurge. Um my most prized, I mean out of those two, probably just the uh, you know. Probably the 2DS XL, just just because I've had it longer. Uh, it's a better console, I'd say, than the 2DS. Uh, it has This is where I do all, all my main gaming for 2DS and 3DS. So I'd say my most prized is, is probably the 2DS XL. Then, LeVar, oh, sorry, hold on. The Hollow Turtle asks, What do you play slash buy the new WarioWare game? Um, the new one? I'll I'll probably buy it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably buy a where move it. Yeah. Then Lavar asks, "Can you go pick up a chair?" Can I pick up a chair? Okay. This one's heavy though. It's 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 kind of heavy, but I can in fact pick up a chair. It's big. It's big. Is there do I have any any like other chairs I can pick up? I don't. This is a heavy chair, though. I can do it. Then, the Hollow Turtle also asks, Really a random question, but what is your favorite way to have an egg cooked? Um, I can say like an omelet is like a way to have an egg cooked. Make me an omelet. I'm a very happy man there. (laughs) Then, Mirror Astonishment asks, What is the weirdest game you've played? The weirdest game... I've played, weirdest game, Um, nothing's come to mind, maybe like Gang Beasts, which is a very very fun game, however it's weird, I like me some Gang Beasts, that's a very very fun game, it's just odd, but I love it, and that's like why I love it, you know. Then also from your astonishment, what is your favorite breakfast food? Odd question, but I'm curious favorite breakfast food almost every morning it's an omelette an an omelette you put some bacon in there all the good stuff omelets are great three eggs it's just nice you know it's it's nice then X slurp asks which games do you regret buying um you know if I regret buying a game, if I think that I might regret it, I buy it physically. Therefore, I've sold a bunch of them. Uh, and so one of them is Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. And while I'm not saying I regret buying the game Hyrule Warriors, I'm saying I just don't know. Like, I bought that game for like 60 bucks, Bro, Hyrule Warriors Wii U is now worth like 10 bucks. Like, it's not that much different. To pay 60 opposed to 10 so i regret buying that i since sold it uh that's one of them um mario plus rabbits i i can't say that i regret it because like i haven't played more than like five hours of it but i bought that game in like 2017 i think is when it came out it was the day it came out i I think it was like it was like one of the first mario games that came out came out on the switch um the first year that the switch was out so i bought it and i was never it never ever hooked me or even interested me and maybe i'll go back and like replay it one day but it just never really hooked me so probably those two then our final question cb the legendary asks yo what's your favorite mario game Favorite Mario game is Mario 3D World? If not that, I just made it harder for myself. If not that, then I'd probably give you either Mario Sports Mix, if that counts, or Mario Bros. Wii, something like that. But Mario 3D World is my favorite Mario game. I'm hoping that answer changes to Mario Bros. Wonder. I need me a great Mario game sooner rather than later. Anyways, that is it for all of the questions and that is it for the podcast episode, the Mario Matter episode 44. This was quite the long episode, however, I do hope you guys did enjoy it to the fullest. I'll see you all in the next one. If you are listening on Apple or Spotify or even YouTube, if you could leave us a fantastic review on Apple or Spotify, that'd be very much appreciated. Or even just a like if you're on YouTube, much appreciated. Thank you to our channel members for supporting the channel monetarily. If you want to get awesome perks like a a follow on social media, priority question asking special exclusive mario matter episodes feel free become a channel member in the description with that i love you all i'll see you all on episode 45 adios